This is episode 90 of Bella in Your Business. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome to Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta, your host. And today, if you're in my Facebook groups, you might have seen a certain video go around a lot around January. It was about all these tax changes. And there was this really high energy guy and really a lot of this awesome information. And you know what, guys? I reached out to the company and I got them here with us today. I want to blow the lid off of all this tax stuff that we have to keep track of as business owners. I mean, it is the most unsexy, boring, overwhelming, confusing stuff. And we have never talked about this on the podcast yet. And so today I'm excited to bring you a topic. The person I have on with me today is Jake Brandel. He's actually the CEO of TaxBot. It's a mobile app that focuses on automating your expenses and mileage tracking and staying IRS compliant. Jake, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. It's been great to get to know you and I love what you're doing. Thank you so much. So I just want to talk everything taxes and feel free to kind of go off topic because we often do that on this show. I'm all about the conversations and seeing where it leads us. So let's first start off with like all of the changes that have happened. How is the structure of this tax system changed for small businesses and solopreneurs? Awesome. That's a great question. So that's actually the biggest change to the whole system is the way that the system works in general. You know, the news has been talking a lot about like the corporate tax rates and stuff, but really that doesn't apply to most of us small business owners. Right. Not many of us are set up as C corporations, right? Uh huh. That's really for public companies or companies are raising a lot of money or unique situations. But most of us are running it like, you know, we're just out there hustling, trying to make <laughs> our business work. For sure. Right. <laughs> and so some of you may be set up as like an LLC or an S corp if, you know, or, but you're, most yeah. people are just set up as a, you know, they're just running it as their business. They file it on their tax return and they let their accountant take care of that at the end of the year. Yeah. Now, the biggest change for our type of people, unless you're a corporation, is that they created this new like special bonus deduction, uh-huh. which is really kind of cool. So you get to take essentially like at the end of the year when you figure out how much money your business made, mm-hmm. right? Basically take that number and times it by 20%. And you get to take that deduction, an extra bonus deduction that just kind of appeared out of thin air. (laughs) (laughs) And then you get that. So let's say you make uh, $50,000 in your Uh business. At the end of the year, that means you get to take 50% or $50,000 times it by 20%. You get 10,000 bucks and you get a $10,000 deduction on your personal tax return. So it kind of comes after, you know, a lot of other things, but at the very, almost at the very end, you get to take an extra $10,000 deduction just because of that 20% new bonus rule. Now there's some rules if you make a lot of money, you know, and you're in a specific type of industry, which Mm -hmm. I don't think most of your listeners are, Mm -hmm. but there are certain kind of industries like, you know, if you're um, a lawyer or something like that, there's some certain limitations that come into play. Mm -hmm. But for most of us, it's just this magical new 20% deduction. How did this come about? You said it was out of thin air. So is it because of the new administration or is it something that's, I mean, like, I don't know much about this stuff. So someone just waved a magic wand one day. (laughs) Well, I mean, there was a lot of debate back and forth, right? I mean, Uh you know, Donald Trump and on tax reform, Mm -hmm. but really it's, it's not even Donald Trump's deal. It's really at the end of the day, the house and the Senate get to kind of do this. But since the Republicans had, sort of a majority and they had this like tight little window where they could do some stuff. They were able to get something through. So, I mean, there was a lot of debate and we were 
like constantly falling, like things were changing all the time. About, <laughs> and never knew what was going to come out the end. And frankly, I was like kind of worried most yeah. of the time thinking it didn't feel like it was going to go the right direction to me, but it ended up being really good for most people. And they lowered the corporate tax and that was kind of their big thing. And at the kind of the last minute, they're like, well, what about all these, you know, small, small businesses, businesses, the back of the bone of our country? Yeah. Since we don't have a corporate tax rate and they lowering that, they're like, well, we got to do something there. And, you know, and so I made sure it was well calculated and well put together, but it was kind of unexpected, I think, for a lot of people, how that would work. Anyway, it just did. And I yeah. think it was a little change, but so, I mean, that's nothing awesome. really, that's the biggest thing is that, 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 and then the other biggest changes, right. Almost everybody's taxes, the rates got lowered mm-hmm. and the rates got bigger. So it's very unlikely that you're going to pay more in taxes. Uh-huh. You're almost always going to get a lower tax rate. Plus you get to lower your taxes or the taxable income you have because of that new deduction. Yeah. If you're making money and so it's kind of a double win. That deduction's amazing. Now, I feel like I should put a disclaimer in here and say, anyone listening right now, we are not giving tax advice. Go talk to your <laughs> CPA. But this is something you can actually email your CPA about and say, hey, I heard about this crazy thing these two people were talking about on the podcast. Are they for real? That's what I would do if I were you. <laughs> and that is absolutely, I'm glad you brought that up. You know, you everybody's situation is so different. Yeah. And here's a, it's a little interesting fact. We did a survey of 3000 business owners uh-huh. and asked them how they filed their taxes. Uh-huh. And it's kind of interesting. 40% came back and said they filed their own taxes. Another 40% came back and said that they use a tax preparer, mm-hmm. but they're unhappy with their service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and only- and only 20% of people came back and said, you know, I really like my accountant and I feel like they're giving me the best deal. The important thing is here, we recommend that nobody do their own taxes. Yeah. There's a lot of reasons why. Right. People make more mistakes. And yeah. more mistakes means more chance of an audit. Yeah, absolutely. And those audits are real. I know you don't know, but I actually did a whole entire series on petting businesses that were audited by many different agencies. And I even had an auditor from the state of Connecticut on episode 20. And she talked about what it's like to audit businesses. It was incredibly insightful. So are there any bad changes to this new law? Overall, I think the new tax law is great. There's a couple surprising changes that happened that personally I wish didn't happen. (laughs) One of them is the entertainment deduction. Not every business uses entertainment, but I used to always justify it. You know, I'd go play golf. uh, If I wanted to go play golf, I'd find somebody to go. I could talk business about it. So Uh I could write the thing off. So entertainment, it looks like meals. Like, so the traditional, like going to lunch with an, a client or something, it looks like that's still around. Uh-huh. There's a little bit of confusion on that. Like a, they've kind of gone back and forth, but the big accounting firms and things like that are going now, you know, they're all kind of ruling that saying, hey, look, it, we're, it's, it's here. Ernst and Young says it's here to stay. The joint, the house committee chairman said the intent was that meals wouldn't go away. Um, yeah. there's, so there needs to be a little bit of revisioning in the code, but generally speaking, like yeah, meals are still good, but if you're taking your clients out to different activities just for, you know, entertainment type activities, yeah. unfortunately those are gone. But that's pretty much it that's really gone from the business side. Uh-huh. There's so much stuff that I remember when I first became a small business, I mean, this was 16 years ago. I used to sit, no joke, like right at the beginning of January, I printed out all my bank statements. I had a bottle maybe two bottles of wine and, <laughs> and my credit card statement. And I would go through and I would start highlighting. I'm like, yep, this is a, I have to, and this is how I did my expenses at the end of the year. 
I was ready to shoot myself in the head. And every year, Jake, I said, next year, I'm going to be better. Next year, I'm going to do it better. And you know what? I never was. That's why I got a bookkeeper at the time. So talking about like, you know, you have these expenses and then you have deductions. First of all, what's the difference between the two? And then what's the least understood deductions? Okay. So uh, expenses and deductions are a little bit different, but basically an expense is, you know, whatever you are going to put on your credit card for your Mm -hmm. business, right? right? Anytime you pay for something. Now, in certain cases, like let's talk about entertainment for a minute. Let's say under the old tax law, you would go and you take somebody and you go play golf. Uh Well, you paid for all your golf, but the IRS gives you only a deduction for 50% of what you paid for. Right. So sometimes there's different rate changes and, and things like that. And so, you know, the deduction that you get does not necessarily always equal the purchase amount that you, you make. Right. And so those are kind of the differences that, I mean, that's on a general base level. Does that make sense? It does. It does. And that's an example I've actually used many times for our community because sometimes people just keep writing off food, like food, 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 food. And it's like, but for what? Were you on an interview? Were you taking your staff out to dinner? Were you just sitting there working at Panera Bread and bought a coffee? What was the purpose of it? And I think that's the part of the itemized you know, expenses that people miss out on and therefore might miss the deduction on, perhaps. That's a great point. So in your opinion, what are the chances of someone being audited? Because everyone does throw that around like the big boogeyman in the closet. And I mean, obviously, the government can't keep up with it. And when you do get audited, it's usually for like a couple years ago, right? But like, what do you think the chances are of someone actually getting audited? So I've got kind of two thoughts on that, too. That ties into the previous question. The chances of being audited in any given year are actually pretty low, right? Mm -hmm. And we kind of all know that, right? Yeah. There's a lot of people that say, oh, I'm not just going to risk it because I'm not going to, you know, chances of being audited are so small. But what people don't realize is that over time it compounds, right? If you don't get audited this year, but you're still in business next year, you still have a chance next year and the year after and the year after. So we ran the numbers and mathematically, if you're in business for yourself for 20 years, you got a one in three chance of being audited. And if you start making decent money, Uh then your chances go up. What's decent? There's a lot of variables that go into that. But I mean, I would say if you start making, you know, mid six figures, your chances go up pretty drastically. Yeah. So it's a numbers game for the IRS too, right? They're looking for places where they can get money. If you're not making a lot of money, the chances of them actually getting more money out of you are pretty small. So, Uh but they still do those audits because there's like a sort of a random portion to the audit. And then there's sort of a flagged portion of the audit as well. But the number one reason, this is interesting, the number one reason that the IRS wins in an Mm -hmm. audit is because they don't have the documentation things like you were talking about. Right. You can't prove it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so we'd like to, I like to tell people it's like, do you ever watch crime show TVs? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'm a sucker for him. My wife thinks I'm creepy because of this. She's like, you watch these like serial killer shows. I was like, but the good guy wins, <laughs> you know? Anyway, I love those crime stories. When somebody gets in those shows, there's always like a common scene. Like the detective like finds a suspect and they approach him and they're like, do you have an alibi for the your time at this? Such and, and an audit really kind of works like that. Like the government gives us all these uh, amazing tax breaks that we can take, but they say, you know, we want the right to come back and look and see that you did it. And here are the rules. And so like for meals and things like that, you know, you're, the IRS wants you to keep you know record of who you met with, what you talked about. That's yeah. the specific stuff, right? Yeah. So me and Bella talked about doing the podcast interview if we got together and did lunch. And then 
the other things that are obvious, like how much you and where it was and the date. But if you don't have it written down the purpose, like yeah. your meal deduction is not complete and the IRS can just say, yeah. And it's crazy. The IRS wins 88% of, or last year won 88% of its audits. Oh, I believe it. So like that's home deduction <laughs> audits, right? When I was doing those audits, like we had a lot of them looking into misclassification of workers, the IC employee thing, you know, <laughs> it was a state, it was a Texas uh, something or another there. It's like the Texas workforce, I think it's called. And they said you have employees because your independent contractors do not bring a dog bowl to the job to feed the dog with. <laughs> it was like the most ludicrous thing, but yeah, like basically when they're like a dog on a bone and if they want it, they want it. And I'm pretty certain myself included, maybe I hope I'm not outing myself right now, but who keeps those tiny little, like, I mean, do you have like a, a shoebox of receipts from three years ago? I'm asking the audience right now. Do you have a shoebox of receipts from three years ago that explains who you talk to on what day and about what? I'm, I'm willing to bet not a lot of people do. Okay. Yep. Jake, we got to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, I want to talk to you more about why you started a company around compliance and what got you to where you are and how you can actually help people take the headache out of all of this. We'll be right back after these words. Are you concerned that accepting credit cards for your pet sitting business is too complicated or too expensive? Well, if you answered yes, I have good news. It's probably because you've not heard of Leaders Merchant Services. Trust me, Leaders Merchant Services makes accepting credit cards super easy and affordable for my business. They work with all kinds of businesses throughout the United States, and they have developed a special rate plan just for pet sitters like us. I know Leaders Merchant Services can help your business. I've even got a dedicated representative to speak to, and he's always happy to share valuable information. Working with Leaders Merchant Services is like having a friend or family member in the credit card processing business. If you want to know more or see how much they can save your business a month, go to jumpconsulting.net forward slash credit card. That's jumpconsulting.net forward slash credit card. So I can personally connect you with my specialist. And we're back with Jake Randall, the CEO of TaxBot. We are having an awesome discussion, a first ever, an inaugural, if you will, of the Bella in Your Business podcast. We're talking about deductions. We're talking about expenses. We're talking about tracking all of this headache. So, Jake, I want you to take me back to pre-CEO of TaxBot. And what made you create this awesome tool for people? And who are you? What got you here? <laughs> so long story short, I mean, I was I started my career in investment banking. And then I got involved in the marketing and the sales and moving out into different sales organizations. Uh-huh. I, I went to work for a company and I met two gentlemen, actually, that are now my partners. One of them was, his name is Sandy Bodkin. And he was the former head of training for the IRS. And his job was to train other tax attorneys, not just not the like the lower agents, but like the attorneys, like the prosecuting type yeah. type people. So he knew the tax code like forward and backward. And <laughs> we got like talking and he pointed out some really interesting things to me. Like number one, the most interesting thing was that most small business owners overpay their taxes every year without even knowing it, even if they're using like a good CPA. Whoa. <laughs> and actually, it's kind of funny on a side note, we recently did like a kind of a test. Like I flew Sandy out to here and I invited seven strangers that he had never met into my office <laughs> with their tax returns. And I sat, I kind of made it like a game show type of scenario. I brought cameras <laughs> oh and stuff. Yeah, it, 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 You're he did fun. <laughs> I gave him 10 minutes and I said, Sandy, I'm going to give you 10 minutes. I want you to see if you can find $10,000 of missed deductions on their tax return. Everybody had used either used like an online filing software or a CPA. 
And his average, he did it, he went seven for seven and did it in like six minutes on average. So it was pretty cool. Anyway, I bring that up just to, most people don't think they're overpaying their taxes, but they are. They're missing things. Their accountant doesn't have time to like. Yeah, we want to, we want to trust our accountant. And I'm totally cutting you off and I'm sorry, but this is one thing I tell people like, it's the thing is, is that our accountant there, it's like a sandcastle, right? They can only build the sandcastle that we give them the tools with, right? It's not their job to go through our and comb through our entire year. They just say, okay, this is the information you give me. I'm going to put it in this program. Here's what you got to do. But if you're giving them crap, I'm going to say that, then you're going to get crap back. So yeah. back to you. Sorry. No, that's great. And, and on that same note, like a lot of people don't realize that there are things that they they're, they're looking for something with a paper trail, right? That you bring them. There are things that you can do in your business that you haven't done that could create deductions and mm-hmm. they don't necessarily have time. They have to do all their work. They have to be like a year's worth of tax filing in like two months. They mm-hmm. just, they're, they've been given an unfair timeline to do their job. Properly. No kidding. No kidding. That <laughs> but, is kind of nuts. But uh, on those same notes, so I met Sandy. That was the first thing he taught me. And the second thing that he taught me was like that most accounting systems don't track compliance. They're meant to like track how much money you're making or manage manage your cash flow. But they don't – they wouldn't fly in an audit. And then I was like, well, yeah, but you got credit card statements and stuff like that. And he's like, credit card statements won't fly in an audit either. Oh, my (laughs) god! And I was like, what? And so at the end of the day, he taught me some things and we decided to take those things and build a compliant, like an app for your phone uh-huh. that make it easy to keep track of your tax deductions and your mileage deductions for and your receipts. Yeah. A, a really user-friendly experience, but that focused on compliance because nobody wants to get audited. But you want it to be legit, not just like another spreadsheet. Like you want a spreadsheet that you can back up. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of how we got started is, is focusing on that compliance, but also trying to make it as easy as possible. Uh-huh. I love it. I love what I didn't even know that coming into this. That's a great story about your partner there that, that really puts it into perspective of the monumental, like, ah, uh, this stuff just stinks. <laughs> it, it really does. <laughs> it really stinks. Okay, so tell me about TaxBot <laughs> and tell me about this offer that you have because when I reached out to you guys, you were so awesome and I told you who I represent and you said, Bella, not only are we going to come on and break down all the new laws, but we also are going to give you something to pass on. So can you explain it to the audience in a much better way than I ever will be able to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let me tell you first, we would love you to try TaxBot. And, but let me tell you what TaxBot does. A couple of things that do this. One of the biggest pains of tracking your expenses and mileage is the mileage, right? You keeping a mileage like clipboard, like who does that, right? <laughs> and if you're like me, you get my your dad. car. And you're, <laughs> my see? dad, yeah. old guy, older guy. <laughs> Sorry, dad. He's got his thing and he puts it next to him. Yep. <laughs> At least he's doing it, right? <laughs> yeah. So most of us get in the car. We're thinking about like our next appointment or our Checking kids email. or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're not thinking about, oh, I should track my mileage, right? right? So what we did is our app can like just kind of like your fits and things like that can track how like your many steps you take. Well, our app can tell when you start driving. And when you start driving, it will automatically start tracking a trip for you. So you don't Mm -hmm. have to remember to do it. And Mm -hmm. then you can come back later and you can see like all of your trips and you have – beginning and ending addresses, your total mileage, the time and date stamp. If you have an appointment on your calendar, it'll pull those that information in and show it to you on the trip and be like, here's your That's trip cool. this, with this calendar appointment. And then at that point, you just have to go through and be like, oh yeah, that was business, that was business, and that was business, and that one was personal. So we automated, took out the, the thinking part of tracking your mileage, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And that kind of is the mileage side. The expense side is cool too, because our goal 
our ultimate goal, we're not quite yet there yet, because but we're gonna we're gonna get there, is zero data entry accounting. Wow, it's pretty awesome. So right now, if you take a picture, like you connect up your bank account, just like any you know accounting software, your credit card or whatever, and then you just go about your day. And whenever you get a receipt, let's say you go to pick up some supplies or something, snap a picture of the receipt. In TaxBot, we've trained to be able to read the text off the receipt. So to read the text, and then it uses kind of this, it's smart brain power, and it matches it up with the right bank transaction, uh-huh. marries the two together in a single you know record, fills in missing data gaps, uh-huh. and then deliver, even categorizes it, and then it spits it back to you and says, Is this you know, right? Is this right? <laughs> yeah. and, and you just kind of say, oh, yeah, that's right. And then occasionally, you know, if we're missing a little piece of information, it will prompt you and say, hey, one more thing on this particular expense, we need yeah. you to answer this question. Like, what did you talk about at this meeting to make sure that you're compliant? So yeah. if you just follow it, it makes sure you're compliant. And then at the end of the year, you print off our audit safe report, which is a profit and loss statement. And you get all the backup. You get pictures of all the receipts that you took with all the extra information written right below them. You get your mileage log printed out. Oh my gosh. And it's really, you know, something to hand to your accountant and you watch their jaw drop. And really it's your audit insurance. We had a, a lady just sent me a message on Facebook about a month ago. Her name was Regina. I can't remember her last name. Kovamis, I think. Anyway, she's basically said that she got audited. She printed off her audit safe report from TaxBot when the agent got there or the auditor got there. And she said they looked at it. They were gone in less than an hour with no change. And they were impressed with my organization and the TaxBot program. That's incredible. That is like the paramount testimony that you could get. Wow. Yeah, it was great. I mean, and we've had other stories like that, too, because it's, you don't have to worry about the IRS if you're following their rules. It's uh-huh. just that we haven't been taught their rules, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you, nobody, when you started your business, nobody sent you a letter and said, no. now here's all you need to do. So we just kind of help you put it into your life. Anyway, yeah, we'd love you to have you try it out. We have a 14-day trial that uh, we'll give you a link in a, in a minute, but you can go check it out. Try it for 14 days and watch the magic happen. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the best thing that you can do. And then for anybody that's interested, we do have a training course like where – I mean, we're hitting on some of the, these things, but if you really want to dive deep and, and get the most out of your taxes, you need to know a little bit about taxes. Mm-hmm. And so we have a little training course that we put together, you know, video training course with slides and worksheets and stuff like that, that mm-hmm. doesn't teach you how to file taxes. We don't get into the nitty gritty. It's mm-hmm. we keep it very like strategic. Like, did you know? Yeah. You could potentially write off all of your medical expenses. Yeah. And here's how. Go talk to your accountant about it. Right. That way you can drive conversation with your tax yeah. preparer. Yeah. And find more of those deductions. So we have a course and we're going to do a 50% discount on that if they want to check it out. It also Thank has a 30 day money back guarantee. We don't, we don't want to take anybody's money that doesn't, you know, we want everybody to try it, get value. And if you don't feel like you're going to get five times your money out of it in the first month, then just, you know, we'll give you your money back. It's not yeah. a big deal. This is amazing. So as you're talking, I'm actually writing notes because I didn't want to like interrupt your flow here. But the very first thing is I know a lot of people when you first start talking about the mileage thing, the swipe left and swipe right, people thought of an app that a lot of pet sitters use called Mile IQ, right? Yeah. Which is this. But it, this is Mile IQ on steroids with a whole bunch of other things. It's like the mansion and Mile IQ is like the shack. I mean, because it's great that you, you know, that you can track the miles. But in addition to that, I really appreciate the whole compliance part of it. And like what you just told me, that testimony and just how 
it's not just, okay, I'll log this for you, but it really seems like you guys care about your customers. You want to make sure that they understand what the compliance means, which is why you have the educational piece to it, but also the reporting part of it, which I just have so much respect for because the very last thing that we want to do, we want to like focus on growing our business. We want to get more dog walking clients. We want to work our blogs so that, you know, people trust us to go sleep in their houses with their pets. We do not want to get bogged down by this kind of stuff. And the other thing I wrote down was a bookkeeper. So while I don't think, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, this doesn't replace a bookkeeper. It helps your bookkeeper do a better job of their job because you're doing your part to kind of provide them with the resources and they're matching that up with the income and invoices and accounts payable and receipt, all this other stuff. And it's helping them with the expenses. So I want you guys to understand that I still preach bookkeepers. This is going to help you with your bookkeeper. And I just love this educational component. We're very big, Jake, on educational marketing and really just teaching people. And I think it's so intimidating. I've never actually heard anyone that says, I love my accountant. Every year, it's, I'm breaking up with my accountant. <laughs> I'm looking for a new accountant. They're so expensive. And it, and it really truly is. It's like they, I mean, not to knock them, but I mean they really can only do so much. Yeah. And I love this analogy. People treat their accountant like they treat a gym membership. <laughs> and when I say that, I mean like the traditional person, not people that are like in shape like you. I'm talking about like, you know, in, you know, in, in like December and everybody's like, I'm going to, it's time. I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to do it this time. <laughs> right. They buy a gym membership. They go for the first like week and then they're not there anymore. Yeah. And we do that with our accountants. We like show up at tax time. And we're like, get me financially fit. I want the lowest tax return possible. And it's their busy time. They don't have the times. But the, the best piece of advice I can give you is, you know, if you have an accountant and you feel like that relationship maybe isn't where you want it, the best thing you could do is try to meet with them in the off season. Yes. You shouldn't just yes. meet with your accountant once a year. You should meet with them a right. couple times a year. Talk to them and say, now that you're not busy, or let me tell you a few things going on in my business, or I've heard from this guy on this podcast <laughs> about this idea and I want to run it by you. Yeah. And, that is where the money is made in saving money on your taxes. So. I love that you help us business owners know how to drive that conversation because I think that's the key. You just get there and you're like a deer in the headlights. You're like, uh, yeah, <laughs> you don't know what to say. Jake, it has been so amazing to have you today. Thank you so much for coming on and talking about all of this. I want to leave you with the last words. We do have a link. It's uh, taxbot.com forward slash Bella that you can go to. And what will they see there? What is the offer again? Yeah, so you can sign up for a 14-day trial of TaxBot. And then there's also our, our educational course that we have up there that you can get for 50% off. Mm -hmm. And then if you want to bundle the two, there's even more savings on, on there. But it's a great little thing. Check it out. There's a lot of information on that site. But yeah, taxbot.com forward slash Bella. Special offer we're making for listeners of your show. Awesome. And your uh, Facebook page is pretty extensive too. I actually like it. You've got, got a lot of great videos on there. It's TaxBot Mileage and Expense Tracker. You guys can check that out too. If you like this show, go ahead and find out where you found it and go ahead and like comment and let us know. And I'll definitely like let Jake know too, that his time here was well spent. Let us know your biggest takeaway. And if you haven't already, I don't know why, but go and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google play, or wherever you listen to it. And you guys remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for jumping with Bella in your business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.